When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Cyber Monday. Yeah, it's Monday, November 28th, and it is Cyber Monday. Uh, For those of you that did not follow, I bought a new MacBook. That will be coming this week at some point in time, so I'm still um, doing this on my 2015. I'd like you to find a PC that is still working this good on 2015. Um, I was talking about that with a couple of people this weekend and that just Macs last forever. Um, this 2015 did not get the latest OS system. Um, so I figured it was time for an upgrade, but, um, we've got some things to look at. Uh, it's in kind of, you know, again, it's, it's in between Thanksgiving and Christmas. This typically doesn't have a ton of, uh, of interest in the stock market, there's typically not crashes that happen now, other than if you're Jan- Janet Yellen and you decide to um, tighten and raise interest rates, uh, like 2018, I believe it was. But uh, I'm going to start out with TJ from Instagram asked me to look at Coke. And so Coke is one that I'm going to look at right now. Um, it is in my portfolio. Uh, for those of you that may have just signed up for Trendspider, I actually started a list and I tweeted it out. If you need the list, just hit me up on the socials on Instagram or um, on Twitter. But I started a um, a watch list and there's two of them that I started. I'll probably start more. The first one is the core investments. And that's just, hey, what do I recommend? What do I have in my personal portfolio? Um, If you're looking to start a portfolio, these are things that you want to look at. Blah, blah, blah. The second one that I have are the spider sectors. And I'll use those to scan. And the reason I'm I'm sharing those with you is because you should be scanning these too. And if you want me to share my scanner, just let me know. Um, it's a simple MACD cross up, but I'll share it with you. Uh, it's in TrendSpider. So anybody that um, signed up for TrendSpider, hit me up and, and I'll share those things with you. Nice and easy. Again, I want you to find the use in TrendSpider. So I've started um, doing these things. I shared my algorithm with you. Uh, Anything else that you need to know, just hit me up in the socials. But Coke is an interesting one. We had a buy. I I had mentioned it back on October 12th. Um, If you didn't buy this at 55, there's no reason to buy this at 62. Um, Right now, my guess is that, you know, the pivot point on this one is 60 for right now. Uh, If it's under 60... I'd say buy it. If it's over 60, I probably wouldn't buy it uh, short term or long term. I'd probably just hold out until it goes up. It just crossed the 200 day. You're above the nine, the, the nine day. You're above the 21. The 50 is about to cross up on the 200 day, which is called the golden cross. There's a gap down here between 59 and 58. Um, the ex-dividend date is on November 30th. The RSI is at 72. There's no reason to buy this one, but if you're looking for an entry for a long term, I wouldn't trade this one. 
the algorithm makes you 5%. Uh, buying and holding makes you 22% over 1,000 candles. You have 30, 27 positions, 37% win. Your average win is only 4%. There are much better stocks to trade. This is a Warren Buffett stock where it's just boring. You find your entry below 60 and you just hold it. And when it dips below 60, you buy it again. And if you want to sell it, you can sell it, raise some capital, put it somewhere else, but wait until it's over 60. So that's kind of the, the strategy that I would use for Coke. Um, but again, if you're building a for portfolio, I think that's a great one. Another one that TJ has is Bank of America, BAC, another Warren Buffett stock. Uh, this one, uh, I had said, hey, when it gets under 30, you should buy this one all day long. October 13th, it was at 31. Um, it crossed up on the 200 day. You had the golden cross here on November 3rd, which is the 50 day crossing up. You still have confirmation up here. I would not get into this one. Your RSI is at 60. The MACD is kind of crossing down. You're probably going to have a secondary cross up here um, at 37. I, I think in, in my mind where the 200 day is right now, 33 is probably uh, your support level on this one. So I'd say wait until we have some type of pullback and at 33, you could probably buy it. But this is one too that you just buy and hold. Uh, it's a portfolio favorite. I've got it. December 1st is the, uh, the ex-dividend date. So you can get that one there. But BAC, great portfolio. Another one that he likes, um, Block. Uh, and this is Square. Um, SQ is the symbol. Just so you know, I he asked me, how do I like this one? Well, I said I like it down here a lot better than where I purchased it at. I think I purchased it somewhere in the 160s or something, the equivalent of it. Um, I bought it during the height, just never got rid of it. The algorithm has you out of this on November 23rd, hasn't gotten you back in. Uh, it crossed the 200-day, and then it crossed back under the 200-day. If you look at the long-term portion of this, it is a the 200 day is the resistance level. So if you're above, um, I'd say uh, 60, I think 60 is your, your number on this one too. Below 60, buy it. Above 60, sell it. Uh, I, I don't know that it's going below 60, but with these high flying stocks, they're going to go below 60 again. Uh, just my guess, but Square, I like it. I, I think you can buy and buy that one long term. I actually like um, Jack from Instagram. I, I like him as a CEO. I think he's a very good CEO. I think he's a critical thinker. Uh, I like that one. <clears throat> Another one that uh, TJ wanted me to look at, Myovent Sciences. This has been a monster uh, if you look at this one this year. Uh, my only caveat to this, Myovent Science, Sciences, the uh, symbol is M-Y-O-V. My only caveat to this is there are gaps all the way down. This has been, um, it looks like, let me go to Finviz. Um, it does look like uh, MYOV. We're typing this one in. Um, so they're not making money. It's a biopharma. They're up 72% year to date. So you're kind of assuming that this, um, uh, oh, it's healthcare. Yeah. Biotech. So read some of the articles on what they are. Uh, October 26th, there was downgrade. 
um, from Evercore outperformed in line. The, the other one, SVB Learlink, they made it from market perform to outperform and increased the price target to 23, but you're trading at 26. So I would be careful on this one. If you're in this one, my suggestion with buy other bi- like other biofarmers, you can stay in it. You can gamble if you'd like. Just make sure you take the, the initial investment off because if you got into this one around $9 and you're at $28, sell half your lot. Then you're playing with the house money. You're not playing with your own money. Even if you were to lose 100% if you took a, a half of it off, you'd still be up. Even if you were to lose it all. But, you know, the, the gaps down do worry me. You've got pretty good confirmation on this one. It's above the nine day. Uh, the gap here from uh, October 3rd, there is a gap between 18 and 23. Uh, there is a gap um, from October 24th, it looks like. Um, the 23rd gap, I'm sorry, is uh, September 30th. And that gap is from 18 to 24. Um, October 24th is actually from 24 to 26. So you've got gaps all the way down. Um, TJ, I'd be careful to, with this one, but I think my, my, my advice to you would be, <clears throat> since it's doubled in such a short period of time, take your money off the table. Uh, they're not earning money. Doesn't mean that this won't go to 50 at some point in time. Doesn't mean that it's not a great long-term investment. I just don't know enough about it. But from the the chart perspective, I would say you're more likely to go back to the 200 day, which is 20. So take some money off the table, take some profits. I like it. Um, one that I wanted to bring up, Stock Chart Art from Twitter. Uh, I posted this one. He had a bullish signal, signal on this. This has an ascending triangle. Uh, automatically from TrendSpider. Love TrendSpider when they put these in. Uh, you'd be in at 308 as of November 11th. Again, this is an energy one. Uh, it's solar. It's been a super high flyer. You're using the 200 day, which right now is at 272 um, as support level. You've got all of the, the support in the world. I wouldn't buy this right now. I would wait. It's at 318. I'd probably wait for this to come closer to 300. I think anything under 300 on this one, you could probably dip your toe into and not really worry about it. Um, I like Enphase. And I wanted to bring up that up because if you're on my Twitter, Stock, uh, stock Chart Art posted, and he's great. He's, he's fantastic. He posted more uh, information about how uh, Enphase is in a positive upward momentum stock, and he'd be in. Uh, I wanted to bring up a long time one that that uh, subscriber asked me about, Zim Integrated Shipping. Um, if you guys have traded retail, Zim is one that earlier this year was a huge retail favorite. Uh, Zim is one uh, where their dividend was paid out, and I looked at it on Benzinga, Uh, from Fidelity. Fidelity put this on me. Friday marks the last chance for investors to receive the next dividend payout from Zim Integrated Shipping. The company announced on Wednesday that it would pay shareholders a quarterly dividend of $2.95 per share. Uh, $2.95 per share is an enormous dividend with a $25 stock. Uh, On Monday, Zim Integrated Shipping will go ex-dividend, which means the stock will trade lower to reflect that payout. 
In other words, the stock will likely open $2.95 lower uh, than it would have opened in any other day. In order to be eligible to receive the company's dividend, shareholders must own the stock prior to the ex-dividend date, in this case, Monday. Shareholders with own Zim as of Friday's end session are eligible to receive the $2.95. So you had to own it Friday. It's going to open lower. Typically, what I would say in a growing company, you could buy this and probably get some type of pump today. But with Zim being one of these retail just crazy stocks that flew up during the pandemic. And if you're looking at a weekly chart, you can clearly see it. The Bollinger Bands are way up. You're below that nine, uh, nine, the nine-day EMA. The 21 the, and the, the, um, the 50 are, are negative facing. The MACD is way down. Uh, it's oversold with the RSI at 34. Again, this is on a weekly chart. And your, your support level is right here at 25. I wouldn't expect this to go to 30. Just saying, I don't think that it's going to go to 30. Uh, if you look at Finviz and you look at Zim, um, their PE is 0.52. They're giving all their money away in dividends. They're not reinvesting it in their business. Um, the latest downgrade from Citigroup buy to neutral. Uh, July 21st, uh, Jeffries initiated coverage with a $55 price target. Could go to 50 uh, Tom knows more about shipping. I'd have to read Tom notes on this one. But Zim, I wanted to to to, um, to cover that one just because uh, it's going. You know, came up from some some uh, some some of the listeners. But uh, Trendspider, I have a note that Trendspider, the list I created, I'm going to share. I'm going to share my scanner too. Um, if you guys want to use that one, so if you're on Trendspider, hit me up. If you have any questions on Trendspider, hit me up too because. I want you guys to, it's overwhelming. And that's what I heard over last week and this week since people signed up is, holy crap, it's got so much information. It's got so many indicators. How do you set up your 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 uh, your screen on charts, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they have a fantastic YouTube tutorial uh, where you can go in and look at it. They have this uh, uh buy no buy i mean they have indicators up the wazoo that are automatically set up for you <clears throat> i love it i want you guys to love it as much as i do because i want you to continue using it so i want you to uh, hit me up with anything that i do i'll share with you i have no problem whatsoever um one that i wanted to bring up uh is procter and gamble i read some articles on big dividend stocks and specifically bank of america coke or two that I hold. There's some others, but Procter and Gamble is one that I wanted to bring up because it's just been on a crazy, crazy run um, from here. Uh, October 12th, we had a buy-in. I got to shrink this down. It's run up so much at 124, and you've crossed the 200-day, and you're still on the above the nine-day. You're still on this this crazy good run. The RSI is at 75. I don't think I want you to buy it now. But when the board of directors approved a 5% increase to the quarterly payout to $91.33 per share, uh, the stock currently yields 2.5%. Jeffrey's analyst Kevin Grundy has a buy rating on Procter & Gamble and recently raised his price target from 149 to 164 You're trading at 146 So that, that implies a 12% upside. 
I think this one is one if you wanted to buy it on a pullback, absolutely buy it on a pullback. This this one has been a great with the algorithm. Um, you only make 9%, but with buying and holding, you only make 6%. Your average win on this is 6.42. You win 29% of the time. There's 28 positions within 1,000 candles. So it's not a super, super volatile one, but when you're looking at dividends and you're looking to try and round out your portfolio, this is one I don't own, but it probably is one that I should own. And so that's why I wanted to bring it up because I was reading this article. Uh, essentially, they've been one of the dividend aristocrats and it's been better than Coke and Bank of America. So uh, wanted to bring that one up. Tesla is one that I will bring up because, again, they released their full self-driving to their entire fleet. Crazy, crazy good. We had a cross up here at 185.06 on, uh, on Friday. So 185.06 is it's trading at 179. It is down. Elon released an email. Uh, and if you want to read it, I can tweet it out. I'll put it on uh, some of the socials. But uh, he wants to congratulate all of the owners on a great, uh, a great, hold on one second. Sorry about that. I had a dog clawing at the, uh, at the door. But Elon released this email. He says uh, Q4 will be the best quarter ever for Tesla. So it's interesting that you have this cross up. I continue to say, I think if this one gets down into the 170s, I think you can start adding to it. If it gets down to the 150s, I think you can, um, you know, load up a good amount, 50% of your, your projected uh, total uh, spend that you want to do. I think if it gets down into the 140s, I think you load up. I mean, I think it's going to cover that gap at 138 at some point in time. Um, you know, their, their, their demand is going to start dwindling. Uh, the, the shine of a Tesla, it's funny because I listened to my first millions podcast and, and um, um, Sam on there, he's a driver. I mean, he drives from Texas to Vancouver up to Canada. Uh, he's got an old dog and, and kudos to him for doing all of that um, because he wants to spend time with his dog and he loves it. He likes driving. He refuses to get a Tesla because he does. And, and I believe this too. They're just kind of cheap inside. They've gone through some, some upgrades. Um, it's a little bit better. Still, if you're spending $100,000 on a car, um, some of the, the, the finishes are a little little questionable but I, I i love the car i love autopilot i mean different flavors for different people but when you get to the type of saturation that i see in new jersey with teslas um uh, service is an issue my parents took their car in for service you can't find a parking space um here in princeton for it i mean it, it it's getting to be a rather large issue so uh, but we did have a cross up on that one uh, my weekly stock, uh, he has a strategy. He has an algorithm of his own, uh, 300% cumulative returns since 2019. He's up 9% in 2022, by the way, just picking one stock a week, uh, buying and selling it. You know, when he sees, when he sees weakness, he gets out. He has an options play, which is up even more than 9% in 2022. Uh, last week's selection was Merck. 
it was up 2.4%. You can get 2.4% in a market like this in a week. Take it. His pick this week, again, Merck. Uh, I took a look at it last week. I'll take a look at it again. Uh, it's got crazy confirmation. The RSI is up at 73 uh, on, a, on our algorithm. Uh, this is one that September 22nd was a buy-in at $87. You're at 107. That's almost a, a what, 15, 20, 30%. Um, you do have a gap here between uh, 87 and 89, but it's below the 200 day. I would expect anything to come back. Um, my guess is if it's coming back, it's coming back to 100. And that's at the 50 day. You'd have to break down significantly to get past there. Um, oil is way down. Uh, there's a couple of things weighing on, on oil. First is the U.S. potential recession. I mean, honest to God, that's probably the biggest one. Barrel of oil on WTI is trading at $73. It's down. Um, you, you have that, that weighing on it. You've got Russian oil. <laughs> um, they're clogging the system with Russian oil. They're throwing it out there before the December 5th uh, potential sanctions from the EU. So it's flooding the market. Other thing is China's still, you know, in lockdown. There's huge protests in China, um, which, by the way, leads me to my next one. Apple is down in pre-market at 145.34. It's down almost 2%. You've got a gap here between 136 and 140. My guess is we're going back to down to that gap. You've used the 200-day as a resistance level, which is at 153 right now. Uh, I wouldn't expect the 50-day to turn negative. I would, wouldn't expect the 200-day to turn negative. I would expect the 9 and the 21 probably to turn negative. Your RSI is at 49, so you're in no man's land. That um, MACD is a little bit high. It's kind of crossing over. But again, um, with all of the, the, um, the protests in China, uh, the estimation is that uh, Apple will lose $6 billion because of uh, iPhone shortages just in this quarter. Now, here's the good news. They'll lose $6 billion in this quarter because of the, the iPhone shortages. That most likely means they'll gain $6 billion in the first quarter of next year because, because of the, the ecosystem. You just don't trade out. You know, nobody's going to a Google phone because an Apple phone's not available. They want to stay in. They're buying it for the ecosystem. They're buying it for the upgrade. They're buying it there. The 13 still widely available. Um, just the pro models are no longer being made. So that's one that I, I, you know, again, that's my big, my big portfolio is um, uh, position is Apple. Okay, next one I am going to look at a Schlumberger. SLB. This is one that um, I've loved in the oil space. They provide... Uh, software services for the energy sector. <clears throat> um, I want to bring this up because I brought it up on September 30th that it was at 36 um, and it crossed up and you had all these gaps and you had gaps. And I said, Hey, on October 26th is getting that button hook right here at 53. You probably want to sell out of it. Um, well, it's kind of capitulated since then. And it got you out on November 22nd. And it got you out with a 46% gain. Um, their uh, ex-dividend date is coming up on December 6th. 
The MACD is trending downward. The RSI is at 40. My guess is that Schlumberger will be a buy in the next few days. Um, and I wanted to bring it up because, again, this is a, a, a basically a, um, a provider of software services. Their PE is 24. Um, they have a 1.3% dividend. Their forward PE is 17. They're expected to grow 38, 44%. They are up 69.72% year to date. So it's been a fantastic stock. The RSI is down at 40. So I think you could look into this one. If it had another cross up again, if you had TrendSpider, you can watch my, uh, my algorithm and see when it has that cross up. But uh, I like this one. Uh, I think it's a great investment. I don't have a pivot point on it because I think it's changed significantly. When it crossed the 200-day here um, back in October, I think it's going to use the 200-day as a support level, but I don't think that it's going all the way down to the 200-day. My guess is, um, and let's take a look at some of the volume shelves here. i got to pull this one back. Um, we're going to take a look at, Oh, we'll pull it up here. We're going to pull there. Um, it does, it's building a support level here at about 50. Um, if it loses that support, the next support would really be 42. And you do have some gaps down here. But why I wanted to watch it is because it doesn't have confirmation right now. It may go and fill that gap between 45 and 46. I think you could buy it and sell it above 50 again. I think this is a great one to trade. Um, the algorithm makes you 57%. Meanwhile, buying and holding makes you 138%. Uh, you have 38% wins. Your average win is 12%. So you've got a, a good opportunity. Again, remember, when you trade these stocks, one of the reasons why I say, hey, I like this one to trade is because... Uh, if you if you wind up getting negative on one, add more to it because it's a good quality company. It's not one of the retail traders where you just don't have the ability to ever make it back. This is a great quality company that provides actual services and has actual revenues. So, um, by the way, if you want um, consumer discretionary, which is XLV. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. XL... Uh, what is consumer discretionary? Let me see. Um, do, 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 I go into my spider sectors and it is um, XLK. XLK is consumer discretionary. Now, XLK is technology. XLY is consumer. Yep, XLY. Uh, part of the reason why I'm pointing this out is we had a cross up here at 142 on Friday. Um, and I don't know if you guys saw, but Thanksgiving online sales were up 3%. Black Friday sales were up anywhere from 5% to 7% over last year. Cyber Monday is expected to be up over 10%. If you went out to the stores or to the malls this weekend, you saw it was crazy. So in-store sales are probably up. I just don't have that number. But consumer discretionary, I would buy Amazon. I would buy Target. I would buy Walmart. Um, I would buy uh, TJ Maxx. I would buy any of those. Um, you know, again, if we look at Target, uh, I'm going to go to my portfolio. Do, 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 brokerage Holdings. 
Um, did we get a cross up in target? Still don't have a toss cross up in target. We got out of it, but it's trading at 162. Um, they, in fact, I will probably buy it today. They have an Xbox. Um, I need a second Xbox. I'm getting sick of traveling with my Xbox back and forth. Um, $250 plus when you buy it online, $50 gift card. It's $199 for an Xbox where you couldn't get an Xbox last year. So I'm going to buy that, but I wanted to bring up uh, XLY and all of the other things that you can look into. Target is one. Uh, Walmart is one. Target's starting to get more confirmation. We don't have a cross up on it yet. Probably in the next day or so. I would say on one of those four hour candles is going to get it. Uh, SOXL and SOXS. Remember, SOXL is one that's just, it's been killer. I mean, you know, you got this buy in here at 727 back in October, which we talked about. Could have gotten out with a 20% gain, got you right back in at 927. Um, you're at 1256. It's got confirmation. It's kind of losing it. It's not like a MACD cross down is really happening or a crash. Your RSI is at 58. SOXL looks, uh, SOXS, I should say, looks like it's a little bit more ripe for, hey, we're going to get a turn up here. Um, you don't have a MACD cross up on this one. Uh, you did back on November 18th at 35.12, but you're trading at 33. The RSI right now is at 34. So I, if I had to guess, I would say that this one goes back to fill the gap between 47 and 53 at some point in time. But remember, it's a triple levered ETF. Take your profits. This isn't something that you're actually buying into a stock. This is basically trading options and, and, and it's just... It, it, it's going in and it's just a trade. This isn't a long-term hold. So, and, and to that effect, uh, Boyle kind of lost its way. Uh, I think in pre-market, I don't have an ability to look at it right now, but in pre-market, I think it's down because KOLD is up. Uh, Boyle, you're still in the 4223 trade, but it most likely is getting you out today. Um, and that 4223 was just from a few days ago. So you're trading way up there. Uh, KOLD is up. You don't have a MACD cross up on it yet, but you are trending upwards at, at around $12.35. Uh, it's got a pretty good support level here at 14, but it's still under the nine day. Uh, if I had to trade anything, I'd probably say KOLD. But again, you're, you're really looking at winter time, so it could go anywhere. Scans. Uh, we had cross-ups on CRM, which is Salesforce. This one, I, I'd probably tell you to stay away from. It's you, clearly using the 200-day as its support level. You can clearly see that. It had a cross-up here at 153. If it's going anywhere, it's going to only go to 162. So I don't think that the opportunity is there to actually trade it. I want to bring it up. I own it. Their earnings are coming up November 30th. They could surprise. Most likely not going to surprise. So I wanted to bring this one up because it does cross up right before earnings. We haven't had, really had a cross up before earnings for a couple of times. Um, we had a cross up, it looks like, here back in May. And it continued up. But May was a whole nother ball of wax. Um, pins. Pinterest had a cross up. Um, and social media, you, you've seen how, uh, how good um, 
uh, Facebook Meta has performed over the past few few trading sessions. You'd cross up here on November 11th at 2419. You're trading at 2499. That's a sending triangle. It's a little bit expensive, but they have a um, a uh, uh, investor, a hostile investor, um, who's kind of been you know saying, "Hey, we need to make more money. We have to make some cuts." Blah blah blah. There's some gaps down below. Um, you're above the 200 day. I don't think you're you're in danger of losing that one. But if you can get it under 24, I'd say get it under 24. Um, one that is a pretty good dividend is Annalie Capital, NLY. And this is real estate. They have a 16% dividend. They had a cross up here. Uh, and it's a secondary cross up uh, at 21 you're just getting the 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 200 day is at 2279 so it's about a dollar away you have some some uh some gaps down here you passed your ex dividend date which was on September 29th your earnings were October 27th ever since October 27th it's been in a upward upward trajectory your your cross up was on October 11th in the algorithm and that was at 1689 think you're going back to that 200 day. That would be my guess. So Annalie Capital is one that I think you could actually get into uh, with that big dividend. And I think this, you know, anything under, I would say anything under 21, uh, I would probably get more towards 20, 21, but it's a secondary cross up. So it wasn't a huge cross up, but it's secondary cross up. And if you got in at that 16 level, kudos to you. Lyft is one that had a cross up. This is one that I don't know that I'd necessarily get into. I think I'd rather see you in Uber, but because this one had a cross up, um, I'm bringing it up. Uh, Eleven dollars and fourteen cents. Um, there, the algorithm loses you thirty one percent on this. Buying and holding loses you seventy one percent. Your uh, thirty positions within those thousand candles, you win thirty seven percent of the time. Your average win is 10%. So at 11, you just got to go to 12. Um, you know, the, the, the 200 day is starting to turn a little bit positive. So I think you've got one of these. You know, you had the, the last one that you had was October 17th. You bought October, November 7th. You got out with a 10% gain. So it looks decent. Again, I, I don't think Lyft is a great company. I think they've lost the ride sharing battle. Uh, Uber is worldwide. Lyft is just in North America. Uber has multifaceted delivery services, meaning food, meaning freight, meaning um, just peer-to-peer. Uh, Lyft is just ride-sharing. So um, it's, a, it's a little bit eh. eh. In the, uh, the energy sector, Excel Energy, X-E-L. This had a cross up at $60 on October 14th. Uh, it is at $69. It had a secondary cross up. The RSI is at 66. I don't know that I'd necessarily get into this one, but it is pushing up against that 200 day. I'd say if you, if you get something that breaks above that 200 day um, and it closes above the 200 day, you're probably off to the races. I think you're back to the $77 point. So I think you can make 10% on this one. Uh, MasterCard is one that had a cross up. 
And I think this may be a secondary cross-up, but let's take a look. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a secondary cross-up. Uh, 295. This one under 200, under 300, buy it all day long. Over 300, you should probably sell it. This one has a gap that actually hovers the 200-day between 318 and 328. It's got all the confirmation in the world. Secondary cross-up, the RSI is at 67. I don't know that I'd necessarily buy this one, but it's an opportunity. MasterCard. Uh, in the energy specter, spectrum, uh, sector as well. Sorry, I got dogs barking in the background. Viper Energy. We bring this one up because of the dividend. Um, it got you out with a 15% gain in the last trade. This one has a MACD cross up with the RSI at 50. Kind of in no man's land, but it's dead center. Um, it is above the 200 day. It's trading above the nine day, above the 21 day. It's just kind of hovering on the 50 day. Uh, 3278 is the cross up. I like that one. And I like, uh, honestly, Viper Energy, VNOM. I think you're good in that one because it's energy, man. You know, I'm still stuck on energy. Uh, what is it? Uh, Puru, P-U-R-U. Uh, he's a legendary investor and a technician um, on Twitter. But he uh, says, hey, oil is down 25% from its all-time highs, uh, from its recent highs, I mean, in June. Uh, but the XLE is trading at all-time highs. Uh, he thinks we're in for a 25% pullback on the energy sector. Um, I don't necessarily believe it, but uh, another energy sector, Pioneer Natural Resources, PXD. This one has been, just been crazy. I went over um, September 30th. It crossed at 214. Um, it ran all the way up to 272. You got out with a 20% gain. Uh, most recently, it had a cross up. You got out with a slight loss. It's another cross up. It's uh, X dividend date is November 29th. So you have to own it by today in order to get that dividend. And the dividend, I think it's a pretty good dividend if I don't, if I do remember. Uh, yeah, it's a 10.25% dividend with a cross up right before the dividend payout. Shit, I may put some money into this one. Um, it's above the 200 day. Uh, it's on top of the Bollinger Bands. It's a great, great opportunity. So. Uh, if you have TrendSpider, that's it for today. Dogs are barking. I got to do this. Vote, vote, vote. If you're in Georgia, vote in the runoff. I got my uh, absentee ballot in the mail. I got to return it today. Uh, if you have any questions, hit me up. Uh, if you signed up for TrendSpider and have any questions, hit me up. Uh, if you want to follow uh, any of my uh, lists in TrendSpider, hit me up. If you want my algorithm in TrendSpider, hit me up. So, um, by the way, if you're getting a new phone, you probably, I need to start my um, FIRE, Financial Independence Retire Early um, podcast as well on how to save money. But there's a link in my link tree down below um, to sign up for a visible service, which is $30 a month. I was just with another friend who had AT&T. We were at the same mall, same place, um, couldn't get signal, had bars, too busy, uh, paying $80 a month for their phone service. I said, hey, you should get Visible. She signed up for Visible. Loves it. $30 a month. Saving $50 a month. That's $600 a year. If you go online and type in a, a, a compounding calculator as to what you put in, just put your money into VOO for you know 10 years. Uh, $600. And add $600 a year compounding. Because that's what you're going to save. 
So again, visible service, sign up. It's $30, it's unlimited service. It's fantastic, it's 5G. I, I, I love the service. I'm in stadiums all the time, by the way. So, uh, okay, I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Take care, and hopefully I get the, the new computer by the end of this week. Um, not sure when I'm going to get it, but I'm hoping by the end of this week, and then I can do my normal YouTube, normal podcast. So, okay, see ya.